Before we get to today's episode of the podcast, I want to give you a brief snippet of our Stay Forth story. Stay Forth Designs, we exist to help leaders get healthy and reach sustainable impact. We don't want you to burn out or flame out. In the meantime, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that we're crazy about leaders living and leading right side up. This world is upside down in so many ways. At the kingdom of God, there's this picture of leading right side up. What feels like upside down to have limits, to have boundaries, to have sustainable impact over the long haul without burning out, without flaming out, without having a moral failure of some kind. My friends, it is possible. And we work with leaders each week at Stay Forth who are on that path, who are getting healthy, who are overcoming obstacles, who are leading at an incredibly high level, who are gaining clarity in their lives. And we see this, friends, it is possible to live and lead right side up for the long haul without losing our souls in the meantime. And there are two ways that we primarily live that out at Stay Forth. The first one is coaching that helps leaders clarify. We are leadership coaches. We help leaders to be able to understand, to discern some of the obstacles in their leadership and some of the next steps that they can take. And then we hold leaders accountable. We get to watch leaders grow into the influence that God has designed them for. And we're seeing some incredible things happen. Not just leaders accomplishing incredible things, the what in their life, but becoming incredible people, the who in their life. The second thing that we do at Stay Fort Designs is we host experiences that help leaders to replenish. We are tired in this season. Leadership is hard. It's challenging for people to want something from you all the time, whether you are a mom or a CEO or you lead a nonprofit or you're a pastor in a local church, you're a podcaster, you're an online influencer. That is hard for people to have expectations of you. We create these four-day experiences where we serve you. You come, you don't lift a finger. We go to beautiful places. We pair you with like-minded, like-hearted leaders We have great conversations, and oh yeah, we have fun and really good food along the way. Those experiences are an incredible time. You'll continue to hear about those here on the podcast. The coaching is helping leaders to win, to become the people God has designed them to be so they can do the things God has designed them to do. Guys, we are seeing incredible things happening. If you are interested in coaching to help you clarify in this next season, what steps you're going to take, and then to be on the path to take those. One of our coaches can get a free breakthrough session with you. Our coaches come in from Zoom all over the country, and we have some incredible leaders that we can match and pair with you and with your needs. And if you are interested in an experience, head on over to stayforth.com, click on the experiences tab or click on the coaching tab. You can see a little bit more what's behind that. Go ahead and just send us an intro email. Tell us about the kind of coaching or experience that you desire and we will let you know when that becomes available for an experience, and we will connect you with the right coach, and you get a free breakthrough coaching session to be able to clarify some of the things going on in your life and leadership right now. Friends, we are more than a podcast here at the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. We have all kinds of other things, including a Right Side Up community, including our Right Side Up journal. We have an email we send every single Tuesday called Tuesday Tune-Up with practical next steps. You can find information on that in the show notes below. We're going to continue to host conversations about health and impact at the collision or the intersection of the spiritual and the practical. Friends, who you are matters more than what you do. We want to help you steward the life God has given you, the things you are designed to do. But in order to do that, 
You need to figure out who you are and who God has designed you to do. We're going to continue to have these conversations right here on the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. Now, on with this episode. Every week as a leadership coach, I find myself saying one word over and over again. I think we're looking for this thing everywhere we go, but we just don't know how to name it. I think this thing actually makes the difference between leaders, teams, and organizations who are going to hit their goals, who are going to accomplish the vision that God has laid on their hearts and the ones who will not. And that word is clarity. I talk about clarity in coaching sessions all week long. And in fact, I just got off of a consulting session with a team as they sat around and they're asking for clarity. They need to clarify some things. And at the end of 90 minutes, they sort of breathed deep and they were able to clarify. Now, when I talk about clarity, what do I mean? Well, We live in a world that is confusing and chaotic. There's so many things coming at us. And what we need is to figure out what is actually going on here. I'm going to tell you some questions, and some of those will work for you. Maybe all those will work for you and your team right now. You can utilize those as an individual, as a friend, as a spouse, and, of course, as a leader with all the things coming at you. But what I don't mean by clarity is certainty. You don't have to have all the details, every bit of the five-year plan. You know where exactly all of this is going to end up. Friends, we do not know that. There's no way we can know that. In fact, as we live in faith and risk, you can't separate the fact of what we don't know with the courage and the risk that we need. Now, clarity goes really well with courage because as God gives us clarity, then we need courage to actually take that next step, to do that next thing, to ask that next hard question that could be the answer that we don't want. And clarity and courage go together. And in fact, that's one of my favorite prayers when I don't know what to pray for someone, when I don't know what to pray for a business, an organization, a nonprofit that's transforming the world in some way, God, give them clarity, then give them the courage to take those steps that you clarify. Clarity is not certainty. Now, what does it take to find clarity? Well, it takes some question asking, and I'm going to give you some questions here, but it also takes time and focus. I don't know how we can find clarity if we're running too fast, doing too many things, and we haven't taken specific time to be able to focus on these questions. You can focus on these daily and weekly. I do that, and I talk about the big picture questions that we ask. It's very very simple questions that are very, very helpful, very clarifying. And the first is just, where are you thriving? Where are you struggling? What's confusing? What's missing? And then, of course, the last one, what are my next steps? Now, you can ask these questions, these big picture questions that come down to some clear next steps, and those are helpful. And without time and slowing down to focus on those, I don't believe we can be self-aware leaders, humans, organizations, or teams. We need time. We need focus. You're going to have to invest that step out of the whirlwind, as they call it, step back into some time alone with God. Friends, you're going to have to fight for this ruthlessly. You will probably have to put your phone on airplane mode, 
take all the dings and notifications off, maybe just shut down life for a little bit. And that's why we've created the Right Side Up Journal for you in analog format. We don't have it in digital format, although we've experimented just a little bit. We love the idea that you could actually close the laptop, put the phone in the other room, and then just open pen and paper. Something happens when we clarify with pen and paper. We're going to need to slow down. We're going to need to focus on these. And of course, we are going to need some questions to be able to ask. Now, how do you know if you need clarity? Well, if you're running really, really fast, chances are you don't have enough clarity on what you're actually supposed to do. If you're working many, many hours more than you need to, chances are you're trying to do all the things instead of the right things. We've talked about efficiency versus effectiveness. If you feel like you're going for efficiency, doing everything and trying to do it really fast, you're looking for effectiveness, you need to back up and you need to find clarity. I've observed that most conflict among teams comes from a lack of clarity. Let me say that again, because it is so crucial. Most conflict comes from a lack of clarity. There are different expectations. One person has cloudy expectations. The other has cloudy expectations, but they think they have the same. And there's that gap there that produces conflict. Now, not all conflict is bad, but a lot of conflict and criticism, especially right now, as we exit a COVID season, is simply from a lack of clarity. We haven't communicated well. We haven't guided and guarded and reconnected our expectations with one another. So we are bound to have conflict erupting or even just leaking out at some point. So friends, as you slow down, I want to give you five questions you and your team can ask to find clarity right now. Number one, why am I doing what I'm doing? Or ask it as the team, why are we doing what we're doing? We have so many unanalyzed programs and products and ideas and procedures. Why are we doing what we're doing? If you're at a church, you ask, why are we doing a weekly worship service? Why are we doing this ministry? Why are we leading this program? Why are we giving finances to this? Why are we praying for this? Why are we supporting this? If you're in a business, you ask, why do we have this product line? Why do we have this service? Why exactly are we doing what we're doing? A lot of the reason for cynicism and even just exhaustion that we face is we continue to do the what and we forget about the why. Go back and re-clarify the why. Why are we doing what we're doing? And then another why to chase that with, and why does that actually matter? You say, we're doing this to see this result. Okay, then why does that thing actually matter? Why does it change what we're doing? Why does it uh, you know, bring some new idea? Why does it matter to people? Friends, dig for the why, question number one. Number two, what season is this? What season is this? We talk a lot about the what, and sometimes we even talk about the how, the strategy of how we're going to get there. But what I found is we rarely talk about when. When. What season is this right now? Or as a friend who's come on this podcast has said, what time is it right now? Well, how do I know what season is? It's often helpful to look back at the last season and ask what season have we come from? Then what season are we in? And sometimes we can even name the season we hope that we're heading into or we feel like we're shifting into now. What season is it? Friends, a season determines a lot. If we are trying to do summer work in wintertime, 
we are going to have a hard time doing that. If we are trying to do fall work in a spring season, then we are not quite preparing as God would have us to prepare. Or, or what is wise right now, knowing if this is a winter season, you fill in the blank. I'm not just talking about the four seasons, but if it's a season of growth, it's very different from a season of pruning. If it's a season of speed and acceleration, it's very different from a season of slowing down. And if I can recommend you consider that right now is a season to reclarify, a season to do less instead of more, a season to slow down instead of to continue running at a big pace. It's almost like we're coming off of fasting in certain ways. And when you come off of a fast or you come off of a cleanse, you don't go straight to eat at Golden Corral and do an all-you-can-eat and pack everything back in your body that you didn't have before. That's a recipe for sickness and just feeling terrible. But you start to eat a few solid foods, and you start to work your way back to where you were slowly. And if I could suggest that we're coming from a fasting season or a cleansing season where we've been doing less of certain things, do not try to make up for lost time. Like revenge travel is the word for this summer. Friends, we can't just try to make up for everything our team, our organization didn't do, the travel that we didn't experience, the conferences that we didn't go to, the books that we didn't read, the programs we didn't execute. All that stuff is just going to lead you, your team, and your organization back toward exhaustion. Question number three, what are you actually trying to do? What are you actually trying to do? Now, this may be the hardest of all the questions, but by doing this and by doing that, by living out your mission, what are you actually trying to do to accomplish, to be part of in the world? Few teams and organizations pause long enough to ask this. It may not be reflected well in your mission statement. It may not be reflected well in your values, but when you can stop and say, what are we actually trying to do? That is incredibly clarifying because maybe you've got those areas that need to be pruned, but you don't realize it until you say what we're actually trying to do is to see this thing happen. And in that case, you're actually going to have to get rid of five or six other things because you've crowded out that one result you actually are trying to get. The next question, what is God asking me to pay attention to? You could ask this in the organization, what is God asking us to pay attention to? This could be a particular people group that you've accidentally neglected in the past. This could be a new idea. God has me paying attention to something right now that feels kind of scary. It feels fresh and it feels new. And the word I use is terraciting because God's doing something and speaking something. And that is exciting yet that I don't have the resources in and of myself to take those next steps. So it is terrifying. What is God asking me to pay attention to? There are times I'll write in my right side up journal, what am I curious about? And this is that area. What am I curious about? Like, what is God doing here? What is God asking me or asking us to pay attention to? Maybe that's a couple. And, and I have couples come to me all the time who are praying and thinking about foster care or adoption and being an adoptive family, people feel safe to come and talk to us about that. They might not share it with anybody else. They might not know that they're supposed to adopt. They just, it feels like God is asking them to pay attention to adoption, to pay attention to foster care, to pay attention to children 
that either are orphans or social orphans, or that they could take care of in some way and give of their resources, their time, or even invite them into their family for a season or to be part of their forever family. What is God asking me to pay attention to? And the last question, what is your next right step? What is your next right step? You could ask those other four questions, but without this question, you are not drawn back to obedience. We need to get back to a place of obedience where in groups we sit around and we hear from someone and we ask, so what's your next right step? That is a coaching question at Stay Forth. We end every single coaching session with that because in light of what God is speaking and maybe God is stirring up and you are paying attention to, there's a response. That's obedience. That's action. And then I can text someone. I can call them. I can see them in the next coaching session. I can see them at my house a, a month or two later and say, so last time you said you were going to do this, did you take that next step? It could be the smallest thing. Maybe your idea seems paralyzing, seems massive. I've had things on my mind that are so big that I have no idea what to do next. And I simply ask, what's my next right step? And I take some small step in the right direction. Friends, maybe your next right step is not running a marathon, but is actually going out for a hike. And is saying, I need to go on a two-mile walk to know that my body could even do that. Maybe you want to lose 60 pounds, but the first thing you need to do is reevaluate what you're eating after 8 or 9 p.m. Maybe you want to be in this position someday, but you realize you actually haven't even read any books about that. Maybe there's a certification that you could get in the meantime. Maybe you need to put your resume together. What is your next right step? Friends, there is a connection between the practical and the spiritual. And at Stay Forth, we live at the intersection of those two streets, the practical and the spiritual. Jesus's ministry was practical. He fed people, and then they were receptive to hear his message. All throughout Jesus's ministry, it's laced with the practical. What is your next right step? Jesus would inspire people. Jesus would bring truth to people, and yet they had to go do something that was next. That is the life of action that we are drawn into. And friends, paralysis comes when we have no idea how to obey, when we just think it's magically going to drop into our lap, and maybe it will, friends, but that's called a miracle. Sitting and just waiting on miracles when God's given you the agency and the ability to take, to take steps, to find clarity, and then to have the courage to take your next right step. What are we actually trying to do at Stay Forth? Well, the reality, friends, is we are trying to change the Christian leadership conversation from striving to abiding. We're not just trying to do a lot of coaching. That's how we do that. We don't just want to go on replenishing experiences because they're fun and relaxing, although they are. We are trying to change the Christian leadership conversation from striving to abiding. We're trying to celebrate faithfulness, encourage of next right steps over huge platforms, and, you know, thinking that you can only serve God if you have some massive platform with lots of money, you're known, you have notoriety. We want to see everyday people understand that God is honored when we move from striving to abiding, to abiding the roots that matter more than the fruits, that who matters more than what. And friends, we want to see a leadership revolution. We're crazy enough to believe when we get to a million leaders, we can see that tipping point. We can see the conversation change to realize that it isn't about striving. It isn't about 
the what or the fruits. It's actually about the root. It's about abiding in Christ, cultivating those roots, the who over the what, the workmanship over the works, the identity over the impact. And friends, we want you to take your next right step. Let me review those five questions and we'll close this out. Five questions to ask to seek clarity for you, your team, or your organization. Number one, why am I doing what I'm doing? Number two, what season is this? Number three, what are you actually trying to do? Number four, what is God asking me or us to pay attention to? And number five, what is your next right step? If you are interested in pursuing more, pursuing more of these conversations, first of all, I will send you over to our Right Side Up community. It's a free community on Facebook. We're asking hard questions together. We're seeing some amazing interaction. We will be live streaming some things in the fall. Sometimes we bring this podcast here first. Sometimes we have some exclusive content just for right-siders over there that we want you to live and lead well for the long haul. And that is free. We do police it. We make sure that that's a safe space for all leaders. The next one is coaching. I want to invite you to consider coaching this fall. If you are looking for clarity, coaching is all about clarity, defining some of our obstacles, defining what's in the way, defining where you are actually going and then to help you take your next right steps along the way. We say that we're mountain guides for the leadership journey. Leadership is not easy, but it is worth it. You may have sweat on your brow. You may be a little bit sore, but we want to come alongside of you on your journey toward health before impact, toward workmanship before works. Friends, we love you. We care for you. And we want you to interact. So if you have any questions, any thoughts on this podcast, we'd love to hear from you over at hello at stayforth.com. Just shoot us an email. If there's any guests that you want to hear from, if there's any experiences that you'd like to be part of as they come live, if you would just let us know that, we love to hear from you guys. But friends, more than anything else, we want you to stay obedient to your calling, to take your next right step so that you can continue to live and lead as God has designed you. We'll catch you on the next episode. Shine, shine, we ain't focused so long.